Here's an idea. What if every movie took place in the same universe? Mm-hmm. I'm Eric Scott. What up? It's your boy, Rich Mike. Yo, it's Armand. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah, probably. Thank you, baby. And this is Across the Movieverse. Yeah. Yo, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, the setup we've got right now, it, you made this such a pain in the ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, it looks great, by the way. We thought you were coming here. We got a, <laughs> we all wired headphones. We're all leaning into the computer. Can't move. It's good chemistry. Yeah. Already scheduled my chiropractor tomorrow. I feel like we're meeting with like a, we're a small business meeting with a Japanese executive. <laughs> you're in, it's, it's three in the morning where you are, but you got to take this meeting. You're in bed. You're wearing yeah, a, you're, Japanese, real Japanese business is done from bed. You're wearing the headphones that you got from the airplane. Over. <laughs> I'm on a first class flight right now. <laughs> leaning back. Man, well, good to see you. Uh, it's good to be back. I missed a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we've been a little slow on the drop, uh, putting out new episodes. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be in person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excited to put this, uh, this video out. I'm going to put your face as Wilson from Home Improvement, which is half of it. <laughs> or Wilson the Volleyball. Yeah, either one. From Castler. Either that's, Wilson. The, that's the first one. I remember Wilson from the two Home Wilson. Improvement was a diddler. Really? That's what he was doing behind that fence. He couldn't sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was he, none the wiser. Back in the nineties, there was no like no pedophiles rules. Well, the, like <laughs> there no rules. That could not be true. <laughs> What's the creep network? That uh, <laughs> oh, the creep network. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I like the website. The oh, the sex offender uh, website. registry. Mm. Registry. Yeah, he was on the registry. But is that where you go to register to be a sex offender? <laughs> <laughs> you voluntarily give your information. You put your friends on as a prank. <laughs> See if you can make the cut. It's harder to it's harder to get on that registry than it is to get your uh, concealed carry license. Yeah. They've got to be like, okay, now now are you really a pedophile? Yeah. You've got to prove it. <laughs> prove it. Just the referrals. You know what I mean? You got a bunch of kids. Yeah. <laughs> Refers only. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's good to be back. First uh, first pod recording most of us in person in, uh, in a long time. A long time. Mm-hmm. I'm back hanging in Chicago now. You guys all know this, uh, but our, our avid listener, uh, he, he wants to know. Uh, our one fan. I'm staying in a, in a, on an air mattress in, a, in the Michael household. Uh, it's going well. Pretty good time. Yeah. Watching lots of flicks. Yeah. Hanging out. Which ones have you guys watched? Uh, yeah. We watched... Uh, a lot of Japanese movies, or no, uh, well, the Japanese anime, and then we watched uh, The Drunken Master, and Sam was there for that, mm-hmm. which was nice. pretty great. Yeah, that was a good movie. Have you seen that with uh, Jackie Chan? I haven't, no. There's we, an, it's fun. There's an anime series on Netflix that just came out that I really want to see. It looks pretty dope. I forget what it's called, but um, I definitely probably might get stoned and watch that later tonight. I'm glad you are enjoying yourself because i got something to tell you guys inside scoop i got this new piece of shit roommate that's always fucking around he's always watching these japanese movies that i don't know anything about i'm pretty sure one of them is korean as well so yeah uh i think he's hopefully he's moving out soon but i don't know he's leaving his shit everywhere he's always in my room sounds like a real nerd yeah dude dude sucks yeah i mean i whether it's korean or japanese i jerk off just the same (laughs) (laughs) i don't discriminate at the end of the day that's all that matters I was talking to uh, the other roommate here about how 
he thought it was weirder <laughs> that we were watching anime. He, he's like, were you watching that anime porn? It's like, oh, it's just anime. He, he's like, you're just watching anime? <laughs> At least watch the porn, the porn version. Probably way better. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, it's better, trust me. <laughs> I went and saw a movie in the movie theater. Uh, that was pretty cool. So, Did they let you in or you break in? <laughs> I broke in, uh, ran the projector. Watched the movie on his phone at the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what normally what I do. I we play one on the phone side. and one on the big screen, so I <laughs> maximize my movie time. It's <laughs> the uh, only way you can get through them all. Yeah. I would love You're to break. You're so confused. <laughs> oh, nightmare. They're both in Korean. <laughs> what were we saying that we wanted uh, movies to all be translated into in oh, Chinese? Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, it was yeah, uh, the, the, all um, movies I've been, shot, written in English, uh, translated dubbed into chinese and then dubbed back into english yeah <laughs> just so they chinese. get to the point it's good and they're very efficient people with their with their language yeah i've been watching before. a lot of japanese movies or yeah cantonese movies chinese movies and some of them are dubbed some of them aren't <laughs> drunken bastard was both dubbed and not dubbed yeah, that's the weirdest part of and that. subtitled but not subtitled it would go from english to uh to chinese back and forth with no rhyme or reason but Something about that, those beautiful Chinese, that beautiful Chinese way of getting the point forward, no details, cuts right to the point, baby. Mm-hmm. Wish all movies were like that. You guys ever seen Kung Pao into the fist? Yeah. Yeah. That dub movie, right? Yeah, uh, it's like a, it's, it's a dope movie. It's, it's an awesome movie. I loved it, but it's like dope. a. No, it is. It's like it they is, took right? a. It's they like took a, a real movie. movie. A movie. They took a real movie and then just added fake American oh, dub. Yeah. To make it that's, funnier. Is Gunpowder the one with trying. the guy doing nunchucks and there are two squirrels? Yeah. Or is that <laughs> yeah. okay. and he fights the cow? Kung Fu Hustle oh, is what yeah. I was thinking of, and that's a great one too. Or Kung Pao might have been a mix of like old footage and then new stuff. They might have there's a white movie. dude in it. Yeah, yeah there think, is. I think the white dude green screened like that makes sense. That like his part of the movie, but it's mm-hmm. like attached with an old movie. It's so weird. But they added like a radio shack via effects and like taco bell it's mm. it's a funny ass movie check it out radio shack r.i.p yeah not in demolition man's future no chance <laughs> shit's still kicking but uh but yeah but this week uh we watched uh cocktail the tom cruise biopic and uh we watched it last night and i'd seen it before and uh it really did not disappoint no, not at all. I've never seen it. And um, I mean, in the first like 15 minutes, I was like, yes, this is uh, this is a, already going to be a dope ass movie. Wow. Because then I, found out it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I've really drawn a line, I've dug a line in the sand that all movies are pretty good. I've, in fact, I've put together a presentation about it in the past. <laughs> Some of these movies are really giving me a run for my money. I would like they're hard to defend. Good heavens. This Dude, movie is your world. So view. good. <laughs> yeah. Uh well, should we do a quick uh quick rundown of the flick if you haven't seen it? If you can, we can talk yeah. about it and then we can throw in stuff. Mm-hmm. Sam, do you want to give a rundown? I heard you uh, yeah, you you I'm, can describe it pretty well. <laughs> I'm pretty good at summarizing movies like this. Um basically so Tom <laughs> Cruise um he's fresh out of the army um he's probably a navy man uh i don't think they specify he him and his buddies they get on a bus he goes to new york 
he wants to his goal in life is to get a million dollars it's a deep character he wants a million dollars he's gonna get that millie he's always um, reading books to say how to get a million dollars he he is irish but you wouldn't know it so they have to tell you a bunch that he's irish yeah, yeah. um his last name is flanagan it's flanagan and you don't find out until the end credits <laughs> well, he, well his you, first or last name you find out subtly uh through the australians anti-irish comments <laughs> that he is yeah, <laughs> that he's irish. yeah didn't care for that did not care for that i saw and you you knew that was coming to you i knew it was coming away. i was like there's no reason to make a character irish unless you're gonna make some fucking bullshit <laughs> jokes about irishmen i'm just basically that uh his uncle owns a bar you know that's like <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so every, he, gets every Irish York, a bar. he can't get a job. They're all like, no, you got to go to school or whatever. So he goes to talk to his uncle. His uncle's like, I'll tell you how to get rich. Don't pay for anything. So he files away that piece of advice. Then he becomes a bartender. Uh, it's hard to tell, but it seems like almost instantly he becomes one of the best bartenders in the world. Yeah. That, I wrote that uh, under notice, the t- like went from a rookie to a pro in a, literally a day's yeah, time. Thanks to the tutelage and mentorship of an Australian man um, who may or may not be from Home Alone. Um, he, Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah, Joe Pesci. <laughs> the old man. Uh, the pigeon lady. He, you know, there's like a lot of love triangles, a lot of love rectangles. There's lots of, there's love geometry love, going on. Love shapes there's, going on. You know, you don't know him and the Australian guy. They're best friends. They're enemies. Could He's a lover. He's a I mean, mentor. They, about, they go home together that one night. And, and then they're living together. I think they yeah. live together. Yeah, yeah, they, they live, live together. together. Tiny apartment. But they're the richest men in New York. It doesn't make any sense. Well, their, their <laughs> goal is their goal is they're basically, I think they're basically gold digging man whores is what they're, yeah, is what they're trying like, to become. Elements. They're kind of like gold diggers. They, um. Give me some ideas. So they do that. There's a lot of singing, more like lip syncing. They're kind of dancing behind yeah, the like bar. Karaoke. Um, Tom Cruise, I think, hooks up with one girl and then yeah, like, he does. down the lane. Um, uh, hooked up or wrestled, either or. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. A lot of getting beat up by women. There's a lot of beating up women. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very intense movie in that way. Um, I, I'm nervous that a generation of men learned about how to pick up women from this movie. Dude, this yeah, movie right? had the worst lessons of, of <laughs> is this how all movies in the 80s are? Is this why we're in this situation we're in right now? Like, there's just so much treating women like shit and, like, alcoholism and... Saying alcohol is cool. Yeah, like, yeah. women will be impressed. They may not like it, or they and, will, but they'll be impressed. <laughs> and, like, three times Tom Cruise is so close. Like, his anger, you could see it in his eyes. Oh, yeah, like, he's gonna hit him. He's, he, like, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna hit a woman. Like, and it's, like, I, I mean, I'm certainly relieved, but, like, that's, like, a twist in the movie that he doesn't just beat up. That he doesn't it's, hit the woman. Everyone was yeah, shocked. Wild. They're, they're, they're riding in the theater. They're like, why wouldn't he hit her? God damn it. <laughs> this is the 80s. Come on. <laughs> um, in, one, in one dress. And, and he's in the wrong, and he's, like, still, like, well, fucking dare you push me around? Like, yeah. Fucking... Well, he calls that waitress a bitch immediately. Yeah, but she loves it. Yeah, she, she goes, it. "Well, I am a bitch." Yeah. And well, in and one he of the, loves it. In one of the drafts, uh, he did hit the woman because uh, he was Italian, and uh, <laughs> instead of Irish, he's like, "Hey," and then they they had to and they're like, "All right, he's Irish. He'll almost hit the woman." <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's a poet, I guess, 
<laughs> as is everyone else in the movie. Yeah. Okay. It's New um, York, baby. And then he they get fight for some reason that doesn't make any sense. He goes to the Bahamas for three years. He fall, so he falls in he falls in love with this girl that he has a one night stand with and his best buddy is trying to show him that this girl is just a one night stand and isn't like his isn't gonna be a future wife or whatever. Well she calls that him she's super rich. Tom Cruise has no money. He's a shit bartender well, an amazing bartender at a at a weird club, cell block. Um and he and and like it seems amazing. They're clearly like close together. She ends up like sleeping at Tom Cruise's place, knows he's poor. And then the Australian guy's still like, no, fuck her. Anyone that fucks on the first night is a piece of shit. Don't do it. And then he fucks her, the the girl, to show Tom Cruise, like, yeah, that girl's a bitch. <laughs> She'll fuck anyone, even your best friend. <laughs> even me. <laughs> what a weird lesson. Don't, don't, don't. If I get a girlfriend, guys, don't do that's that. What I've been, <laughs> that's what I've been teaching you all, all these years. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you marry her? She fucked me. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, you basically, um, damn. Yeah. So they go to the Bahamas. He wears white pants. Yeah, cool um, shirts. Cool shirts. <laughs> Dressing like a mariachi hobo or yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, around his little pirate shirt. Yeah, riding riding horses on the beach. That's basically it. I mean, he he meets a girl. The Australian guy kills himself, and then that's the end. <laughs> plays over some parts. Yeah, I mean, he has, he has twins, hope? and that's like about it. He opens up his. He finally opens up his own. And his uh, bar with with his own money and not the big lesson in this. No, dude, it's his. Money. It's it's his uncle's money. His poor uncle. He somehow is secretly rich, and then Tom no, Cruise I thought, uses the I money. thought he saved up money from when he was in Jamaica. No, he took a he, that, and he took a loan from his uncle. Ah, uh, well, yeah. the big lesson in this movie was be nice to women because they might be rich. Exactly. Yeah. Let's run through the the no, women. Don't just be nice because they're rich. They could be rich. They Let's run through be. like the five women in this movie so the, the waitress at the start where tom cruise is first trying out and she's giving him a hard time he calls her a bitch she's like i am a bitch There's next woman photographer rich photographer that he wrestles in bed with and that the australian guy gina is gershon. gina gershon yeah gershon so is hot. smoking hot so well, hot. i was oh, reading so pretty. i was reading some trivia is that tom cruise found out that gina gershon was extra ticklish uh so in that wrestling scene he just started he just started tickling her. No, he didn't. And then that's why they were rolling so hard. So when it was actually, a, it was a big tickle fight. No way. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. Tom Cruise is a little tickler. Dude, the, the entire time, actor. though, the amount of method time. His method is tickling. I've ever been in that situation. I've either need the girl in the badge or she's like, need me in the Oh, if you fall off the bed? Yeah. Dude, or just like one time, <laughs> One time in, in college, you were there, but you were asleep. I think uh, I passed out on in the couch when you used to live with I'm our in. friend John, and uh, I was on, I fell asleep yeah. on the couch. No, I wasn't in that room. Oh, maybe you weren't in the room, but you normally slept on the bottom bunk. John on the top, and he was. I wake up to him going to town on this girl at like four in the morning, just like they're really going at it. And then I they roll off the top bunk, and she lands flat on her back, and John on top of her. And John was about two fifty, yeah. And all I hear is him go. Are you okay? And she goes, I think so. And then he just starts just going back. <laughs> it 
was crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Were so you when you just sitting there watching? <laughs> 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 or, or did the fall pick you up? Uh, the the fall woke me up, and then I heard that happen, and then I was wide awake at that point. So I had to yeah, you don't just go back to sleep. And then I can't just I couldn't just leave either. So <laughs> so you so you slinked out. <laughs> you room for one more. <laughs> Yeah, it was wild. It was such a loud thump. But he didn't break stride, and I appreciate it. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> such to, a better story. Just to stay locked nice. in. Like, that's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Commitment. Yeah, so I Much like to, Tom Cruise and his focus on his roles. Yeah. That second girl, Gershon, we got the third girl, the one he, he meets when he gets betrayed by his Australian friend in Jamaica. And I think this chick, like, Wendy Peppercorns him. Uh, she's like, my friend, she's really drunk and passed out on the beach. Like, what's the bartender going to do? Oh, ask for a phone, I guess. He's going to hop over the bar. There's the hop bar. Go treat him. He's like, I have no phone. He goes, runs out there. She's just drunk. She's fine. I've done that with our friends before. And then they meet. Grab some hot chick. Help. I like how he's like, call the ambulance just in case. And it's like, that's, you should have just did that in the first place. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He has to be the hero. He didn't want to be the one to go run and find the phone, so he had to run to the woman first and then point someone and say, "Go get the go get." You know what? Why don't you go find a phone? Yeah. I like his one Jamaican friend that they he just says what's up to, and then they never you never see him again. (laughs) Yeah. I also like before I forget, uh, my favorite scene in the movie is him and the main girl or the the love interest. They're sitting uh riverside in jamaica complaining about how they're not millionaires even though she secretly is a millionaire and they're surrounded by rich people and living this like really nice life at a resort and there's literally a a local going through the river with like a pole like this shitty boat like like, job he's on like the on like a a wooden fence that that lost uh, like 10 10 columns and he's just that's his boat that's yeah. his raft it's like, like the least like self-worth that tom hanks makes and cast away yeah yeah it's just like yeah. Yeah. put together it's this guy in the background this local who makes like a dollar a week doing his job and they're just complaining about how they're not millionaires <laughs> and you're yeah. supposed to be like oh yeah tom like yeah so empathetic uh <laughs> and then okay so next girl uh next girl is um rich older woman who shows up at the bar that once australian friend an australian guy's name is doug coughlin no no doug coglin yeah Yeah. and he has all these laws these coglin laws yeah which is just common sense like very very common sense said by rules but it's said by an australian guy and worded a little bit differently like one of common sense slash the advice of like a bitter jaded old man yeah like one of coglin's rules was pretty much just the grass like the grass is always greener like mm-hmm. don't don't believe the grass is always greener like yeah that everyone knows that yeah, yeah it's a very mm-hmm. common thing <laughs> it just means you're not optimistic you know <laughs> yeah it's like that's it's everything's everything's well, better on the other well, side yeah, so, yeah so he shows back up and he's like trying to uh uh jazz with his old friend and tom's having a blast at this beautiful elizabeth shoe and they're like really hitting it off. Mm-hmm. And then there's this hot older woman that might be rich, which is the main takeaway from the film. And the uh, Australian well, she guys is like, rich. Yeah, she, she looks rich. She's old. She's hot. And uh, I want to know how old she was because she was a fucking babe. 
Yeah, I, she was very she, good. She's what I would call a 20th century fox. I don't understand. <laughs> she's an old bag. She, she looked like an old Jennifer Wolf, like from Dirty Dancing. Like if Jennifer Wolf's character of, of, of inevitably divorced from Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah. And then had her daddy's money and then was out vacationing in Jamaica trying to find a little fuck boy. And she found it. In she Tom found Cruise. him all right. Yeah, she it didn't take out the blue ribbon. But the and only reason, the only reason he went after is to prove the Australian guy Doug uh, wrong because he bet him fifty dollars and he had a stack full of fifties. He bet him fifty dollars that he couldn't pick up this rich chick, even though he had such a good thing going with his other, uh, with the other girl. And when she he was confronted on it, he basically <laughs> said, "Dudes make bets, baby," yeah. and that's yeah. that's what boys do. <laughs> so was the best part is he's like he's like you, you know you, you can't just turn down a $50 bet. You Come know? on. It's what men, have you ever seen those dogs playing poker? That's what boys do. We make bets. We gamble, baby. We manipulate women for money. <laughs> baby. For sport. <laughs> for money. It's for sport. You should have told me you were rich. Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise inevitably breaks up with this rich woman when she brings him back to New York, telling him she'll open up him the bar. Yeah, walking him around. He gets in a big fight at the art exhibit at her friend's art exhibit. They break up. He already – he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> Good heavens. And then, but I will say, to defend him, they were all acting like – she She treated him like he was dirt. Didn't even introduce him to anyone. She's like, hey, come over here. He's like, okay, this is where I'm going to actually and talk to people and, and mingle. And she's just like, hey, hold my jacket. And then as soon as he walks up to her and the guy who made the sculptures, he was just, what did he say? He says, uh, he calls him like a puppy or something like that. So it's Oh, like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, this one's not party trained yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would have yeah. been like, they dude, were treating I would have done the same thing if I was Tom Cruise. I would have been like, dude, fuck you and your sculptures. Well, What's up? Tom well, Tom Cruise, Cruise started artists. dating her for $50 bets, ended up fucking her and, tr- and like, whatever, tricking her. And the only reason he stayed with her is because the shoe left. And yeah. because he bet the Australian Coglin that he would, that she, like, she was like, no, she's going to, she's going to invest in me. She's going to introduce me to investors to open up my own bar in New York. Yeah. And then they go back to New York together. And, uh, there's the whole bar thing. Like I he mean, doesn't have good motives either. I mean, no. Like, yeah. I mean, like I'm not, he's not like a great person, but it's also like, if someone's going to call me a puppy, I'm going to be like, eh, you know, well, it's it. funny that the stuff in the bar was like the most, like it wasn't supposed to be the emotional like core of the movie mm-hmm. but it was the if it would it should if they would have stayed in the bar more i think it would have been way better like yeah the flipping stuff what did uh we call gay coyote ugly last night yeah <laughs> with, very with, kidding. with the dudes shaking around and people were loving it they made one drink in five minutes yeah. like that's, well, that's the movie the half biggest movie is them just kind of like pretending to sing and dance behind a bar eric had seen it and like the biggest action sequences are like the best like the best like oh fuck yeah scenes were just tom cruise and his buddy like chatting it up in the bar and singing karaoke and flipping bottles around well, like that's supposed to be the big that's the big fucking something crazy final avengers battle yeah, something crazy i read just earlier before we started in the trivia on imdb it said that uh originally the flare which is where they're tossing the bottles was not included in the script and that they decided to add it later on because it was it was becoming popular in bars and they wanted it oh, to be wow. like authentic for this party scene. That's the entire movie. If they didn't have that, imagine this movie without them flipping the bar. Then it would have been. It, I mean, it definitely wouldn't have been called cocktail. No, it would have been called. It was supposed bartender. to be called the bartender. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was supposed to be called. What? He's, he's just cleaning a glass the whole time. Yeah. Right? How can you? How can you be like a famous bartender, bartender with ranks? 
Yeah. If they don't have anything visual, like maybe they had more. Maybe they had more lines of him like chatting up a bunch of different women and like fucking them. Being yeah. There was also forty drafts of this screenplay. Oh, according to like the the guy who also wrote the book, which we should write read the book. Forty first times the charm. So the the one thing about the the yeah that whole scene, it like it like, I feel like I have way too many problems to be going to that kind of bar like everyone's just like "Ooh, wow you know i'm cool with not having to drink for a half hour yeah exactly Whereas for me yeah. i'd be like dude come on man i just you know i've been working late give me my People fucking be beer <laughs> like a big a big action sequence was them doing a synchronized like bar flipping dance yeah well the, and it took 10 minutes the whole crowd the, the whole uh, crowd's fucking going nuts there's like 50, 100 people waiting at this bar. And it's their drink. And they, they <laughs> cheers and then drink it after this five-minute fucking thing. <laughs> the, well, the, the, I would have left one second so into that. This movie yeah. is full of people that are very bad in the service industry. <laughs> like, at one point, Elizabeth Shue, rightfully so, sees Tom Cruise in the diner she's working at. And this couple is furious because they haven't gotten their food. They've got tickets to the theater. And she walks and goes and gets presumably their food and yeah. then just dumps it on Tom Cruise's head in front of them. So they're, yeah. they're they're making people's drinks and drinking them. They're dumping their food, and then people she, wouldn't. Have she gone. does that, and then a random cook like gives gives a nod of approval, like "Oh fuck yeah, yeah. that we never see again." And then the couple that's is just like, "Oh hell yeah!" yeah <laughs> Dude, that would. What is he like? Uh, he's like, I'd suggest you don't order the specials. How fucking dare Tom Cruise show up to that restaurant? Disrespect, yeah, disrespecting her. Disrespecting her. Yeah. Yeah, and then she's all gets all pregnant. And uh, yeah. the, another lesson I took from this movie is that if you do knock up a rich girl, uh, make sure you're extra shitty because then her dad will try to pay you not to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Which is idea. great. Yeah, it's because, what are you, 10K, right? 10,000? Yeah, What's and then he check? tore it up. I mean, he say, the guy basically said, name your price, and Tom shot it down. Yeah, he's a hero. Yeah, but it, it, I bet if he would have started a little higher, if he started like 100K, he, Tom would have just left without a... Yeah. Word. Oh shit! All right, especially what in the eighties. Right? That's a thing like, in movies that dads are so ashamed of their daughters dating like a bartender or like an artist or something yeah. that they're willing to either buy that guy out or like disown their daughter, which he both. It's got to be a dying. I mean, maybe not. I don't know too many fucking rich rich people, but well, like, oh, but his daughter was an artist too. Like she was yeah. just being like an artist as a and a waitress, but she's ashamed to date a bartender. Yeah. He has the money. They yeah, already he, have the money. He makes more money. Oh, well, actually, I don't know. Waitresses make pretty decent money. But still, it's like they're about at the same level of income, you know? I don't think she was shitting on him for being poor. I think only the, the dad, dad was. Yeah. The dad, I mean, they must have been super rich, but like. Well, I think, I thought it was funny that because um, he, when Coglin shows up to Jamaica, he's with this rich girl that and, he fell in love with. And she's and, girl number five. And, yeah. And, um. Tom Cruise like calls it out. He's just like, "Oh, she must be uh, a a rich girl's daddy or a uh, rich dad's girl <laughs> rich daughter." Girl. <laughs> She's a rich girl's dad. She's a rich girl's daddy. But she comes from a wealthy family, and in order, and she wanted to piss her parents off, so she got with a bartender. Which is, I don't know if that's what um, Shu does, but. But I think oh, she's looking. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I think she's looking for someone who is just a bartender because she doesn't want that fucking rich snob that she's used to being with. Yeah. So I think that's kind of why. Well, they hit and it Tom off. Cruise also talks to her about how how good it would be to bang rich chicks. Yeah. <laughs> like, several times over the movie. 
he just keep she probably would have told him if he didn't say like oh man i just need a rich chick yeah, so i can make yeah. my my one million um there was a nipple in the movie uh pretty mm-hmm. good I didn't, I didn't see it i um <laughs> was it uh was it which one was it i think it Gershon, was Gershon. yeah right no. I, when they when they finally like when they're about to flip over off the yeah, bed. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember. I think well, I remember saying that. So, I was looking. So, Armand, we talked about this last night a little bit, or we us three watched it together, but I'll ask you this. In uh, There's a part where Elizabeth Shue pops the lid off, and uh, her back is to you. So you she's, showing, side boob. she's showing the boobies to Tom Cruise. Do you think that when the boob comes out, uh, and it's just the back for the audience, do you think that maybe the actor gets to see a little nip, or it, or you think they're covering them up with like band aids? Or I mean, if it's someone like Tom Cruise, I feel like he's probably like, hey, you know, just want you to just take the band aid off. <laughs> I just pop the nips out. That's what we talked about. Tom Cruise has a nipple contract. Be- rip the band aid off. Method, method actor, but who knows? No, I'm assuming they put something on it, but but who knows, dude? It was the '80s, so it wouldn't surprise me if yeah, yeah. if her boobs were just out. They it's not in did. the contract. Everyone in the 80s was just a creep, so they probably didn't know how to cover up nipples in the 80s. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Like, they, don't they were like, they were like, I can either hold them for you or, yeah, <laughs> or that's you know, like, yeah. <laughs> the technology was there to CGI hands out of, <laughs> of the shot, but not to just put uh, nipple tape on. <laughs> Have you ever like seen a girl wearing like boob tape or nipple tape and then it looks like they don't have any nipples? You pop that shirt off, and she's wearing little chicken cutlets. I've seen, I've seen the sticky boot. Yeah. You think she's got some little little orb going on? Yeah. No nipple. It's wild. <laughs> the first time I ever saw is that. What that is? I always was worried that they boot. had uh, uh, breast cancer. Oh yeah, first thing to go is the, the nipple falls <laughs> off. Is uh, my I I dated this girl, and that was the first time. And this is in college. The first time I ever knew what sticky boot was because she took her bra off, and I was just like, "The fuck is that?" <laughs> or she didn't have a bra. She took her shirt off because that's why girls wear sticky boobs. Um, so they don't, their nipples don't go through the shirt. Not anymore, really. But was it like two-sided tape? No, it's like, it's like a, it's like, it was like a. It's like a squishy, sticky, like squishy. Fake half a boob. Yeah. And then and they, I, I and then so confused. nowadays they're making sticky boobs with a little nip popping out. Ooh, Ooh so for more nip. Yeah. yeah. So like, do you think girls. Nipple extensions. Find out have pierced nipples. It's just a sticky oh, boob piercing. Oh, now that's a scheme. Oh, yeah. Fake nipple piercings just for t-shirts yeah. for TikTok teenagers. Yeah. I slept Wait, with, what? I slept with a girl with sticky boob piercing. Hit piercings like, don't, don't for TikTok off, you know? teenagers. <laughs> what I do, that's a Wheel of Fortune, uh, <laughs> how to go to jail <laughs> scheme. Uh, I would uh, I would teenagers. take the sticky sticky boobs off and then I would chuck them against the wall and they'd stick. It was a, I put like a, one of those sticky hands. Yeah, exactly. Hair. So you like no matter where you look, you're still seeing lint. some kind of boob. Yeah. You throw them against <laughs> the window at the uh, at your local hot dog shop and see which one falls first. <laughs> that Is was that the place it. What's that from with the pickles? Uh, Is that fast signs at Ridgemont High? Is that what it is? That or, or Wayne's World? I think it might be. But little pickies. <laughs> uh do you think that um tom cruise and doug were dating a little bit <laughs> like dude i think that, we wrote down some, some i don't lines. know about maybe not dating so. because like in the 80s like there weren't i feel like there weren't too many openly gay relationships so i think it was one of those where it was like hey we'll bang but just when we get home you know don't let anybody know yeah we're not gonna fuck each other in public well, yeah, a couple yeah. of gay <laughs> the, the sexual energy that they had and like the comfort that they had and confidence yeah. i'm thinking like aborigines tri- aboriginal tribes should yeah. make their before the, they send their men out into the into the world make them date a little bit 
get that confidence, get all in love, have gay sex, yeah. and then go out there attacking the world with that with that mentality <laughs> with that that gay confidence that <laughs> shake a nation there's, there's straight say, straight yeah. men with gay confidence dude it gave over the, the world's not ready for it yeah. <laughs> straight men with gay confidence i don't think i've ever met a, a gay man who just did not have the absolute most confidence like i guess energy in the room is just ridiculous i guess that's kind of like a schrodinger's cat type situation though because because he was a big gay no, because if you because if you don't know they're gay then they don't have the confidence to to come out of the closet mm, yeah go it's like a self-fulfilling oh, uh, yeah. butthole yeah. <laughs> self-fulfilling butthole yeah uh well there's a couple lines that i believe tom and or uh sorry brian and doug were uh were talking and doug said something about like well, what if a, a woman comes between us or, or something? And he goes, why does it have to be a woman? <laughs> Which is like alluding. And then we were we were just laughing, talking, <laughs> saying that his character was gay. And, uh, which was fine. Which is cool. It was just funny because they didn't say it, but clearly these yeah. men were kissing behind closed yeah. doors. And uh, there's a line that he's talking to Elizabeth Shue, and he, just, he looks at her and he just goes, I'm not like all men. And we're like, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> that's that's right before they're about to bang right yeah yeah and no then, no I, it's it's right after their it's like after their first date and and they're kissing and then she goes she like is saying something hot and or, or beautiful and wise and then tom Cruise goes i'm not like all men and then like kind of like does like the, a more feminine kiss move on yeah. her as well and i'm like all right hey we don't he, have to bang that he baby. flips her around real quick <laughs> pushes her down. <laughs> i'm not like all men <laughs> You see his butt. You don't have what I need, <laughs> man. I thought they were gonna. I thought they were gonna, you know, bang on the boat at the end before Cosmo kills yeah. himself. I thought it was gonna be like you know, what, what like just that like old times, nice. you know. Yeah. So you you mentioned in the breakdown, Sam, but uh, eventually. Uh, Tom Cruise comes running back to Coughlin saying he wants to work at his brand new fancy bar that the rich woman has uh, has fronted the money for. Hit, uh, Coughlin's rich wife, not Coughlin's rich wife, yeah, not Tom Cruise's ex rich sugar mama and, and they go and Coggins drinking a lot and they go into a boat and they're uh they they look like they want to kiss mm-hmm. and she uh erin Coggin says basically that he's blown all the money he didn't know anything he pretended to know everything this whole time only knew about being cool and slanging some drinks doesn't know about business yeah he better he, he put all his money in the in commodities <laughs> yeah and that's and that's all we hear about it yeah Very, I, I guess they didn't do well well yeah you, you, <laughs> He couldn't even explain what the what the commodities were. He's not good at business. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So then they leave because uh, he passes out. Tom Cruise is about to take his Doug's rich wife home. It's a lady. She, she puts the moves on TC. We think like he's got to do it because. Uh, but it's probably, also like you know, made it bad. don't do it because you're just gonna go back to where you were. And well, I read in a in one of the cuts in one of the previous drafts, uh, Coglin and. Brian had a fight about uh, Coglin said that he made a move on uh, on Jordan uh, on Elizabeth Shue, mm-hmm. which would then make more sense why he like kind of leans in for the kiss, yeah, uh, because he's trying to get back and then he stops, goes back, and it, it would just make it it would have made it a lot heavier if they had that fight and then he finds him killed himself, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he goes back to the boat and he's slashed his own neck, which they kind of uh, foreshadow to. Uh, with a broken bottle, yeah, broken bottle fight. Uh, but yeah, it really yeah. takes a turn That's for the. Good. 
I mean, he probably should have just, you know, slept with her because, I mean. His, yeah, the husband's dead. The husband's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and his girlfriend clearly would, or his, yeah, and his how mama's, would she know? His, you know? baby mama clearly would forgive that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she was great. And then, uh, oh, and then the big twist at the end is he gives another poem and uh, finds out that he's having twins, yeah. which I hope they own some bar. Together. With Elizabeth Shue, who leaves her daddy after a, a weak-ass Tom Cruise speech to win her back. Like, yeah. He came back twice, you know? I think it's just come his speeches both times were garbage. Terrible. The first time was fucking brutal. It was just like a typical <gasps> typical guy who just won't admit that he is a piece of shit. Well, I like how <laughs> and yeah, trying to yeah. defend himself. The dad asks, Are you gonna get married? And he's like, Well, oh, we haven't really talked to him. It's like just say yes, man. Just yeah. lie. No, I'm thinking <laughs> just, I, in, no, he no, he shouldn't have said yes. He should have said, I don't I I think I need to earn Elizabeth Shue's respect back. It's oh, it's really? decision. You think he, he, he? You think he was saying he didn't want to marry her because he was like, hey, you know, maybe maybe me and you. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I think Tom Cruise would. I need a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get me out of here for a million dollars. That's what it says in those books he's reading. It just says, "Bang a, a rich woman so her dad hates you enough to give you a million dollars <laughs> once you knock her up." Uh, Tom Cruise, uh, his tidy whities made an appearance. Which like all films? Wait, yeah. when when was that? Uh, he was getting dressed in the morning uh, after hooking up with the older woman for the first time. And <laughs> what's going on out the window, Sam? Oh, I think there was a drive-by. Some people stepping on your lawn. Did you hear the gunshots? Yeah, it was like 15 minutes ago. Could you guys not hear that? It was nuts. No, I've been Wait. a little quiet since. Sorry, it's been. <laughs> Yeah. they're probably they're probably listening for for white men to be doing a podcast <laughs> oh yeah i mean we are the the worst demographic <laughs> podcasting straight white dudes it's not great i was gonna save this for later but earlier today um i was going through spotify like just random podcasts and i'd listen to like 10 seconds of every podcast just like literally i went through like 50 random podcasts i'd never heard of <laughs> Oh my God, they're annoying. <laughs> There's so many bad ones. Mm -hmm. It's like nobody's talking about policy or like they're like these niche things. It's like no one cares, dude. That's so funny. Oh, I thought you were saying we should get more political. Oh, we can. I'm just saying, like, I don't want. I think I think <laughs> I this can, one's really good. I can barely like, watch movies. I love. Get me watch the news and talk about it. Come on. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Well, I hope you're. I hope they don't come after you. Maybe, yeah. maybe they come by, tell them about the pod, get some new listeners. They can yeah. they can listen to us while they're out shooting people. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty good. Yeah, it's our calling card. We need more violent fans, yeah. I think, to protect us so we can say worse things. Yeah, dude. If yeah, we, I'll, if I'll we had gang, if we had gang protection, gang affiliations, that's how we get. That's how we get. That's how that's we how say we anything. <laughs> anything. It's good, and you know. There are no shortcuts in podcasting. <laughs> That's what they say. Sure are. Um, or I think we need a one of us. Eric, probably you. You, you should probably bang a rich rich woman. Dude, so I'm getting an investment. We can get a nice studio. You know. I am like I'm so horny. I shouldn't be able to operate a car. Like yes, <laughs> I keep I drive lady to work every morning, and I almost hit women or I almost hit people because I'm staring. We're staring at women. Yeah. And, uh, I come home from work, and the, the apartment stinks of <laughs> of 
I smell the color blue. It smells like blue balls. And just, it, it's semen, you know? With blue raspberry. Uh, it's heavy. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird energy around here. Get out of my house. I'm following Snapchat hookers, yeah. trying to make my pick some of them up. How are you actually? Downloaded the cash app. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, great. Dude. I'm thinking of, I'm seriously considering purchase, purchase, probably leasing a prostitute. Uh, no, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know. Sex worker. Sex worker. Sex worker. I don't know yeah. if you can. Uh, as long as you pay her, right? I'm okay. Yeah, I mean, treat her with respect. Yeah, you know. what, what do you mean you don't know if you can purchase a sex worker because you've never done it or you don't know the law? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think you can own. <laughs> it's like it's like oh, no. renter. Pardon yeah. me. I was saying lease because you uh, you always have to give it back. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, if the game well, I don't know if the game Grand Theft Auto taught me anything, you can keep them. Yeah. Well, I know with like I, leases, sometimes if you have to if you make dents, you're gonna have to pay for those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, if anything, I'm hoping they're making dents on me. Like I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to hurt them. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I was trying to pay some. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm making promises I cannot keep to women right now. No. Just telling them. I'm typing in dirty text messages in my notes, so I have them for later. It's, <laughs> it's, I'm in a bad way. <laughs> Your ass is writing checks. Your dick can't catch. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm the cat's ass right now. And uh, yeah, I've been real, You're a real beanhead. <laughs> I'm sending some... Uh, oh. I'm sending some gross like filthy back of a penthouse magazine messages to people hey, yeah i didn't mean to tell you stop sending those i thought you wanted on the uh, you, i cc you on all of them i don't need i want you to prove I, I i saw the articles and i didn't read them you do not need to send me <laughs> penthouse screenshots dude i was reading articles for just better stuff to send and i just copy and paste who that are you sending this to i can't le- i legally i can't talk about it <laughs> It's, it's, it's Madam Jiswell or whatever. Yeah. Maxine Jiswell. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. I just love how Lady Sprayed takes <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell or whatever. <laughs> Lady Jiswell. <laughs> What's her name? Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell. It's not, it's not, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's not Madam Jiswell. <laughs> you got part of both. It worked. I think that one works. Max Jiswell. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, once I wasn't we, making a joke. I, I'm waiting for some uh, no. for some legislation to pass, and then I'll I'll dispose of who I'm talking to. Ew. <laughs> Start calling that <laughs> sex disposing of semen. <laughs> calling it it's pass, like uh, passing a law, making a bill into a law. Trump with his taxes, it's like, oh, I can't release them. I'm under. I'm being audited for years, for decades. <laughs> Dude, all I'm trying to do is release my taxes. <laughs> Someone audit me. <laughs> hard hard wait is that why you wanted that stamp an envelope <laughs> you're sending oh. your cum to someone <laughs> yeah it's a uh, i sent it to the sperm bank i sent it up at chase i think that's the sperm bank spin it up the thing <laughs> you're sending the suction <laughs> you're you're mailing semen to maxwell just just lane <laughs> whoever wants it man i'm thinking <laughs> so romantic whoever whoever wants it yeah you don't. You don't have to lick the envelope. It's already sealed. It's already sealed. Yeah, it's a chain letter. Disgusting. Letters are dying. Yeah, numbers are coming back in though, so numbers that's good. Back. Letters are dead. Numbers are back. <laughs> the kids are boys, and, and the, the boys, boys are, are back. Back. <laughs> Man. What else? What else we got on this one? Uh, I did like when they were talking about the ways people make money. 
Um, yeah. And you have somebody's, somebody made everything pretty much. And it's, it's always some guy and he's made a million dollars because of the thing on the shoelace and they called it a, a flugel, blind, flugel binder. I thought mm-hmm. they said that was his name, the man's name. Oh, it was no. Monsignor. I know a Monsignor flugel <laughs> What's the, what is the actual name of that thing? It is a weird it's one. On an inlet. It's a tip clip. Onlet. Oh, give me one of those. <laughs> Wait, a flugel binder. Oh, right, that's that's me, how we make our million. Give me a tip clip. So Note I can, self. So I can seal it so I can seal it off and all the jizz stays fresh. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't look at me for don't look at me for something. I got nothing there, man. I can't have the air. Stare into his eyes. <laughs> yeah, don't I, that one's not me, fresh, man. Don't you, Mike? I can't have the air getting in there. It soils all the good jizz. <laughs> God, the more I learn about your your sex life, it's just well. I can't. I didn't. I can't tell everybody all at once. It's too much. I got to space it out in a different meeting. <laughs> different meeting. Good sales. <laughs> Good PR. Put my tip clip on. Call the night. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a date. Like, uh, it's like the, the the nipple tape. You're like, oh, let me just pop my tip clip oh, yeah. off. <laughs> she has to take it off. She shoots off like a cartoon fire hose. Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're flying in the air. Oh, Raffle oh. style. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> the comedies of people holding the fire hose. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Penis is Buster Keaton. <laughs> Buster nut. Yeah, I was like thinking Buster. <laughs> There's something Buster. there. There's a joke in there somewhere. Buster Skeeton. There we go. There it is. <laughs> Hold on. Put that one down. <laughs> my Snapchat for, user. For what? <laughs> <laughs> That's going in the uh, the scrapbook. Buster Skeeton. <laughs> for That's potential a, baby names. Yeah. <laughs> Buster Skeeton Scott. There we go. I don't know. I'm not like all men. I pull my tip off. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Put her sticky moves on my eyes. <laughs> Pull my tip clip off. She's like, I think I'd rather have a normal man. <laughs> I'm not a man. I'm not like every other man. I think I'd rather have just a man like most other men. Can I have something like the other men? I'm a the fly, like a what's his name, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are just a bunch of different uh, sticky boobs on his eyes. Really save money. Yes. <laughs> He's not actually turning. I always get Gina fly. Gershon and Gina Davis confused. Speaking of fly. Which one's Gina Davis? She's a. She, uh, she's Madam Secretary. No, she's played the lady president before, though. She's a league of their own. Oh, okay, she's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. What's yeah. the one where they do this and they drive off the cliff? Oh, uh, Thelma and Louise. Isn't she in that one? She is. Along with. Is she them. and Thelma, or Louise? I don't know. I have no Maybe. idea. I'm gonna I guess Sarandon's one. You're gonna get yeah. Let's hear your guess, Armand. <laughs> Let's take a poll. Better not get it. Is wrong. Gina Davis I'm on Instagram right now? <laughs> hmm. I think she's a she's a Louise. That's what I said. I've seen. I've only seen the end of that movie. I guess. I guess. I've I guess. Seen it. Uh, I've only Susan, seen the middle. I guess Susan Sarandon probably uh, got that initial Thelma role. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a bigger star. Bigger, more star power. Mm-hmm. Susie, she was great in Stuart Little, you know. Oh yeah, Mrs. Little, Sarandon, Mrs. Little, no, Sarandon, Miss Davis, Miss Davis. She married the mouse. 
She yeah, was she's... her and the mouse were banging. It's, dude. Well, no, that was that was a different. That was on porn. Yeah, that <laughs> was the porn. she's the stepmom. <laughs> he gets stuck in a mouse trap. Hold on, let me fuck you out of there. Yeah. <laughs> she hold on, put me in a life size mouse trap. Oh no, uh, the mouse and Stuart Little dates Richard Gear, climbs Ooh. in his butt. <laughs> but Richard Gear's famous butt gerbils. You heard of that? Wait, really? Yeah, I've heard that. He's known for that. Doing it at parties. Oh, so weird, weird 90s <laughs> rumors. You know, yeah, you know, if I know, you mean urban legends. You know, you know how like strippers like have like the ping pong trick? You know, they'll, they'll shoot a ping pong out of their vagina or whatever. It's like that's what... Or whatever. <laughs> Seems very specific. Where else would they yeah, shoot? I don't know. Or whatever. I don't know. I don't know their asses. I don't know. But a big fart. <laughs> I guess that was the only other option and it makes sense. Yeah. Is that, that a stripper trick or is that a thing you do? <laughs> Do you think if you pay enough money, you'll see? Do you think strippers learn how to do that, or they they're born they can do that, and then they learn how to strip? I think they can do it, and then they learn how to strip. You think there's just a bunch of creepy (laughs) strip club owners hanging around ping pong shops? Yeah, they see some women woman buying like a giant thing of balls. (laughs) Why are you why are you buying that? What? I, I, I just had to try something. I just had to try something. <laughs> right. It goes by the name of Forrest Hump. <laughs> Shoots ping pong balls out of it. <laughs> but anyways, that's what Richard Gere does. He just, you know, gets in a, gets in a circle with men and shows a gerbil. <laughs> Tom Cruise kind of reminded me of um, Christian Bale in American Psycho in this movie. What's his name in, in American Psycho? Yeah, uh, Patrick Bateman. Same thing. Yeah, in, in uh, American Psycho, the book, Bateman... Um, Pardon my French, but shoves a gerbil up a woman's puss. Really? Ooh. Yeah. I when was gonna, he's, I was going to tell. Go ahead. Sam. I was he just going to say when he's tickling that woman in the bed, and you can't really see. It reminded me of like some American Psycho shit. Yeah, he's yeah. going to come up and like with blood, with on, blood his on his face. Well, yeah, speak, right. Like, I've got another know. American Psycho thing. I think Tom Cruise, in real life, might be like American Psycho. He, that dude is has well, is insane. Speaking of his eyes. Speaking of yeah, American he's definitely. Psycho, the book uh in the book patrick bateman is in the elevator with tom cruise and correct and congratulates him uh, on how much he liked the movie the bartender and tom cruise corrects him and says it's cocktail what so what? like really yeah it's all connected i gotta read that book i've heard good things yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two things you just heard you <laughs> that were good yeah. one of the <laughs> things is he, he shoves uh, uh, I don't know dude I gotta hear I gotta read the PVC pop up someone's ass and I don't know on Amazon I'm bumping it, it bumping it up my safe for later I don't know what's worse that Patrick Bateman uh, shoved a gerbil up somebody's ass or that he liked the movie Cocktail <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell what the worst crime yeah. is that should be the ultimate we were talking about that's what soci- that's sociopath sex uh, test before the cops fuck, are called fuck the scantron just put Put, put them in a room watching cocktail and see what they like. Tom Cruise actually called the cops in the book. He goes, guys, you got to come get this fucking psycho. <laughs> Even Tom Cruise didn't like this movie. Yeah, he just no, he didn't. It's not his crown jewel. No, his crowning jewel. Oh, crowning. Like his when crown- the gerbil comes out oh, of your head. His <laughs> crown jewel. Yeah, crowning jewel is when it's, you know, coming out. <laughs> Buster Ski. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only takeaway. We learned one thing. Uh, I would love to read some of the other. I really want to read the book because the the guy who wrote the book and the movie uh, said that it did not live up to his expectations. <laughs> That's so, That's so funny. I love the idea of like someone who created it, like they're totally biased to 
defending it or saying, you know, whatever. Just being like, yeah, it's, it's not, it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to what, um, so I'm assuming it was a different author who directed, different author um, from American Psycho and then yeah. their director. I wonder if she hit the mark on, on like what he thought his book should be, should look mm, like yeah. on film. They probably had, to, make, heard him, they had to tone it I, down. I think I heard him say that like, he kind of grew to like it. Like yeah. it wasn't what he, he wasn't what he wanted, but he th- he thinks it's a good movie. I remember, yeah, I remember watching an interview, and I remember the director talking about how like these business people were like evil and shit like that, which which I kind of got watching the movie. But like honestly, it just seemed more of like this guy wasn't really an evil business person. He was just a fucking right. Psycho. Yeah, that because I've heard uh, Brett Easton Ellis talk about it, and like that's yeah, that's not how he saw it. It was more about just how people are self-obsessed and don't even notice that there's a, a murderer amongst them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Thank God. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, give me your gerbil. I don't know. If I were there any, si- it's like the, off- <laughs> the police detectives, like, were there any signs? It's like, well, he, he always wore a tip. Clip. <laughs> <laughs> he always talked about humming women left and right. Interesting. Well, interesting. We, we found a tip clip at the scene of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he holds it up. Dear God. <laughs> this tip clip's still warm. <laughs> There's a bunch of slime in his room. I don't know. <laughs> He's got goo all over the walls. <laughs> See a man just flying across the, the cityscape. The rookie cops puking in a bucket. Oh, he's like, "Whoa, hey, yeah. you better get used to this, <laughs> Junior." You're gonna yeah. see a lot of cum. <laughs> wait till you're ten course. years in. <laughs> You'll be wait till you're ten years old, nine year old uh, ride uh, along student. Takes <laughs> him to the most brutal crime Could scene. You imagine doing a ride along. In your first scene, you see is just. A bunch of jizz everywhere. <laughs> well, you probably wouldn't even know what that was. I wouldn't. And a tip clip. Yeah, I remember when I was your age. I used to get sick at the sight of this much jizz. But now, but now no, it doesn't even taste me. <laughs> now it's my job. I've seen three, four times as much jizz. <laughs> as much jizz that barely even gets me out of bed in the morning. Is this a cop saying this to a ride-along? <laughs> to a nine-year-old ride-along. I'm picturing the the ride along. Throwing up in his backseat. Shows up to the scene. He's like, "Come on, man." I'm picturing the ride along for me. Give it to fucking Johnson. The ride along person being like, "If I call nine one one, will it be someone other than you?" (laughs) (laughs) He answers. He goes, "Yeah." Oh my god. (laughs) We there's jets everywhere. I'm on it. (laughs) Car sixty nine's on it. Puts the puts a little light on top of his hood. It's caked in jizz. Yeah. <laughs> it. we, we need the we need the cum specialist. Bring in Johnson. You rang. You rang. He goes. Yep. This is not definitely not, jizz. not even a glove. Just like this is uh, three hours old. <laughs> Dear God, tasting it. He's, jer- he's jerking off in the corner. Yeah. He's like, what is he doing? He's got to work. He's got to put himself himself in the mind of a criminal. Give this man some room. <laughs> oh my god. His methods might be unorthodox. That's the best damn cop goddamn we job. I think done. we got a fucking TV show on our head. <laughs> I love. Wait, that reminds me. Do you guys remember uh, uh, Twenty Four on on TV? 
TV yeah. show? I think you, my dad, and Dan are the only people that have ever watched that show. But I do. Yeah. I've heard of it. Well, I watched it back in the day. And I remember years later thinking, like, was this just propaganda to justify torture? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. The entire show is, is that like, Jack he, Bauer, he right? fights terrorists yeah. and he's like, uh, I know the rules. I just got to torture these people. <laughs> my dad loves talking about 24. Like, he, he, like, Jack Bauer's daughter has gotten kidnapped like three times throughout mm-hmm. the, the run of the show. And there's always a chemical a chemical weapon on board and my, even my even my dad who loves all the shittiest movies is like that's unrealistic his daughter <laughs> got kidnapped four times come on after time that's number funny. two you think maybe yeah, keeps closer eye yeah, right well i remember our friend dan was was telling us how he started watching 24 and i was thinking like why i could understand watching it when it was on but like why in 2020 are you watching 24? He's watching it with commercials to get the full effect. <laughs> he's watched it. He's watched it many times through. Oh, he has. Oh yeah. Oh, never mind that. Well, you can knock a season out in a day, so that's nice. That's that's why they call it 24. Oh, wow. Is it hour-long episodes or probably 40, 40 minute with commercials? 24 yeah, hour like episodes. <laughs> 20 is 24 24 hour episodes. Real nightmare to get through. <laughs> I remember in that show it would. Um, does he take the last shits in the show? Minutes. What? Does he take shits in the he show? He doesn't have enough time. No. Okay. Don't really do that. Yeah. I mean, that would I I shit every once a week, so I get it. <laughs> but uh, I remember the last couple um, minutes of each season when the timer's like winding down. It's it's always kind of underwhelming because you're like, oh, it's just kind of tying up loose ends and saying goodbye or whatever. It's like I only got another hour to do this. Before I turn back into a painting. <laughs> before I turn back, Is that what the show's about? Before, before uh, I turn back into a pumpkin. And <laughs> before I put on, on my glass slippers. Before I put on my tip clip and retire into my cave. <laughs> I'll see you another day. Next seat. Goodbye. Goodbye, 24. That's his name. Thanks for saving us, 24. Agent 24. We should write a, uh, well, I can't do it. I've seen it, but you should, uh, Eric, you should write an episode of 24, having never seen it, and just like. I I think I could do it. Yeah, no problem. I'm going to write that down, work on that. I already have, I already know what it's about. A daughter getting kidnapped. (laughs) There's a secretary in it. Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland's always going off the rails where they need to call him back in, and there's chemical weapons. Let me tell you, there's going to be a lot more cum in this, <laughs> in this version. It's going to be full of cum. Cum, cum filled weapons. Here, stop yeah. writing down cum, dude. It's just scribbled on my notebook. Like the shiny. You're not even, you're not you even see writing it? notes. It's just cum. Like Eric, cum. Red cum. Red cum. Red cum. Checked out. Red cum. Red cum. Should go to a urologist or something. Yeah. I think I've been putting my tip clip on too hard. <laughs> cranking it's, it down. It spells. <laughs> is that how you do it? It spells. Cranking system. <laughs> I sleep in one of those, uh, uh, in like a vice, like in casino. <laughs> but you, I put my dong in there and I crank it down more and more every night. Go to sleep. It's flat like a beaver's mm-hmm. tail at this point. <laughs> I got problems. Yeah. <laughs> All right, where do we go from here? <laughs> Nowhere but down. You got any movie stuff? One of my favorite, Tom, uh, when uh, 
Doug Coglin showed up to the bar in Jamaica after he fucked TC's uh, love interest at the time. Uh, they're like, they're still friends kind of for some reason. And they're like jazzing back and forth. And TC's talking uh, to like the next uh, patron of the bar over from the Australian guy. And he's like saying, like kind of rhyming still. It's like a weird rap battle. But one of his lines is, uh, it, Doug gets an erection on his birthday if the wind is right. <laughs> is that a slam? What is that even? I why does it so. have to be his birthday? Does he I get an honor every day. <laughs> so, I, think yeah. he, I think he meant once a year, but you're right. The birthday thing. Oh, well, that'd be weird if your body knew when it was your birthday. Uh, just to give like, you that well, boner. Happy, happy birthday, Eric. That makes more sense. He's calling him old. Mm-hmm. And if he goes outside and there's no wind, he's really fucked. He can't can't get a wood <laughs> without been, the wind. I've been thinking about that birthday boner for a week, so I'm glad you clarified that for me, Sam. <laughs> he's watching the weather, just being like, come on, gusts. <laughs> give me, gusts give me 60 miles here. an hour. He goes out. And it's like just, Back to the Future. Yeah. He's on the front of a train. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just trying to get that wind. <laughs> I, I fly him in the indoor skydiving tunnel. He's rock hard. Oh, that's, that's a good anchor. That's how he gets off. That's how boats, that's how boats steer. Yeah, it's a rudder. I, I, I've gotten hard in the, in the wind tunnel before. <laughs> I didn't ask. The wind, hit me. the wind did hit me right. And uh, the worst thing is, is you're in a glass tube in front of people, and then you're throwing around kids so if you get a boner you go to jail <laughs> there's cops waiting in the, you, know, you, have to, you have to register for this Weapons drawn. They're, they're like excuse me are you i have to hold up my registration <laughs> my license and no, license and pedophile registration i was wondering why they made you fly in that clear suit mm-hmm. <laughs> see-through Dude, just like, to make sure it's like the uh the backpacks for for kids in uh, in schools now uh, yeah, so they can't have guns. Mine, so you can make sure I'm soft. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's more dangerous? The world man. Which one's killed more kids? I wonder. <laughs> if, I wonder if you could just modify a tip clip to to sense it. Yeah, if you but if you put that you put that clip on wrong, <laughs> it's like you lose a kid. You're going away for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> they're just waiting, dude. They're waiting, watching, taking notes. Pull over, <laughs> license and pedophile registration. <laughs> half, of, half of Chicago <laughs> PD's budget is waiting outside of high flies around town with guns drawn. <laughs> open guns drawn. He's got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> like binoculars. Put it down. Put the boner down. Put the kid down first. <laughs> I'm not touching the kid. Put him fucking down. <laughs> Let him go. You gotta go through this old bastard first. <laughs> God, I just sprinted the glass and break it with, with my boner. <laughs> That's how you escape. Bust out. Wind flies everywhere. Everyone else gets hard. It's their birthday. It's good to go. <clears throat> Wait, if the glass breaks, does the wind just does the whole building then just get it all windy? Sucks. Yeah, I think it would just yeah. get all windy. It's a fan at the bottom. Uh wish I had a fan in my bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about fans of this podcast, baby. Talking about my butt. Getting yeah. that bottom. Especially Ooh, somebody pinched my little bottom. <laughs> Hope no one pinches my bottom. <laughs> Man, I found some uh some interesting uh some interesting crossovers that uh 
it makes sense if I if we want to get into that or if we have any, any yeah no I uh I wanted to bring one up Scully brought up back Please. to the future or, or Sam brought up back to the <laughs> make it worse <laughs> <laughs> well now you can run it back <laughs> what's your new address we'll, we'll bleep it out I'm gonna be moving shortly yeah he works for the Motorola kiosk at the mall <laughs> Malls have been closed for a while. So His name is Beep. <laughs> Beep. And he's uh, Beep. <laughs> uh But Sam brought up Back to the Future and uh, Elizabeth Shue might be the most iconic girlfriend in all movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Shue was Tom Cruise's love interest in this. She was Marty McFly's love interest in that. That's what was, she's from. The Karate Kid's love interest, yes, Daniel San. Oh, I didn't. I forgot that one. Um, Shoes could do. She was in uh, Leaving Las Vegas as well. She was a love interest in something else as well. And then recently, it's a love interest. It is for me. <laughs> Good show coming out. It's on top of my mind, season two. But the boys, I can see. She's in the boys. She's the main CEO. That's Sprint giving oh, her breast milk to Alex. Oh, her really? Yeah. Shoot. Wait, is she? I don't want to spoil. She's, she's Madeline Stillwell. No, she's not in the second season. Yeah. But, right. Okay. Yeah. But uh. But well, yeah. Probably just. I mean, <laughs> clearly she's got money on her mind. I mean, she's got money on her pocket, and I could, I mean, guaranteed Tom Cruise divorces her after this, so she can she a little rose. easily go on. I mean, she dated Daniel San, she dated uh, Marty McFly, which is probably very confusing, and dated TC. She doesn't need any, she can't date anyone else. She's got to date a superhero, so I mean, she's she, got to tell you, she short, creates them. Yeah, she's short uh, that man. Yeah, she's gotten burned many times in the past. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Cruise falls for some like little New Zealand hunk that comes through the bar yeah. and gives him a yeah. job. He starts, I want to see a sequel to Cocktail, just like the sequel to Top Gun. And he's the old wise bartender that's now making bets to fuck people's mm. wives or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that. I always wanted to see, I, I was going to mention this on the Mission Impossible one where we talked about Bond, but I always thought it would be cool if, it's probably too late, but if in a recent Bond, Bond like a new one, if Sean Connery plays the villain for whoever the the young bond like the new actual bond is yeah that'd be really cool that'd be, that be sweet like they wouldn't say he's bond or anything but he would just you know be sean connery playing I, some i would like for them to allude to him being something though yeah I'd like, like them like to the, bring it back and be like oh this well, is an old age yeah like everyone's been, everyone's dead who would know who he is so he's not james bond anymore but they're like he went rogue well they could have done that with um who's the guy from no country from old men uh, Javier Bardem. Yeah, they yeah. could have done that with him because he was an ex-agent that I used to be. James mm. That M betrayed. Speaking of M, though, when we were watching Mission Impossible, I never brought it up, but there was an English bulldog statue, like a little bobblehead statue, on um, the director of IMF's desk or director of the mm-hmm. uh, English intelligence desk, <clears throat> identical to the um, English bulldog statue that's on. Wait, is it M or Q? M? M. M. Yeah, M is the main one. They, they make a focus on it in a... In two of them, I think. Like in Skyfall and then in the next one. When they blow it up, when they when um, Javier Bardem blows up, blows it up, they like make a point to zoom in on it, I'm pretty sure, a couple times. I'm thinking... I'm, There's got to be, yeah. I need, to, I need to look up the English Bulldog thing. Also, you guys brought it up, but it could be Winston Churchill. Shout out, I think. He's a, yeah, he's a little angry bulldog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
He's a grumpy boy. It's like a little, um, like a bobblehead thing. You need to look it up. Winston Churchill, world's first bobblehead. They they used to call him. And uh, he'd sit there and, and a famous racist. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think the most famous racist is? Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he there was no pause. He didn't have to think about it. Lock that. Lock that game down. He yeah. really took the key, took the game. It's like Family Feud. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Steve Harvey's just like Steve, Steve Harvey can't believe it. Yeah, he's doing that face of like, oh my god. Steve Harvey teasing white people is really brings like makes oh. me smile. And it's great because it's sometimes so subtle. He just kind of makes a face or like kind of like his posture changes. It's so good. He's got those giant fake teeth too. Mm-hmm. It'd be like people naming someone like very random, like who you wouldn't think would be a. Uh, a racist and then it just like shows up with like three answers and just like oh my god he just says his own name the person (laughs) Uh, did you see there's a it was just on the internet um i think it was a it was like nba players and former nba players or coaches and players or something family feud Mm -hmm. and one of the older guys so it wasn't one of the young like current players uh i forget the the topic but he answered he said something because it was in the, the lightning round at the end. He said something, and they like they buzzed him because that was already selected. And he goes, "A penis," and then and Steve Harvey goes to the next thing, and then stop. And he goes, "Wait, what did you say?" <laughs> they shut the whole episode down. They shut the whole yeah. episode down. It was wild. I, what I, do you mean they shut it down? He just, they like stopped mid mid section because and the best part is Steve didn't recognize it, or he's so comedically. Like his timing is so good that he purposely read another line and then recognized it. Mm. But he, uh, yeah, he came back to it. And, <laughs> when you say, wait, when you say shut it down, like they joked about it or they like they, ended like, it? They stopped the segment and just like went right into like joking, like talking about the. It was it was the money round where it's time. So he just he just answers it and then starts like I mean he he just walks away. He can't he hears it and is like what and then can't ask the next question, yeah. which should be timed. Starts yeah, and the the guy who said it was like trying to. He's like, come on, let's just play the game, man. <laughs> man, I don't want to be known as a penis guy. <laughs> Steve's dying laughing. Real good. That's funny. And uh, a few uh, small ones that uh, could link a few worlds. Um, it seems like Jeremy Bamman, or Jer- sorry, Jerry Bamman. Uh, he's a tourist who's asking for free drinks or asking for a free drink. Yeah. At the bar, and he's also uh, famously the uncle in uh, Uncle Frank in Home Alone. Oh yeah. shit! Get out of here, you little pervert! I'm gonna pinch your little bottom. Look what you did, you little jerk. That's where I saw that <laughs> yeah. bald guy from. So yeah. So uh, maybe he's um, he's visiting, uh, going to New York before their uh, big family New York trip. Yeah. Um, or maybe he's just tired of Kevin. Or maybe he's on tired of this yeah. fucker. I guess this was in '88. Uh, and oh, so Kevin. Might he's going on a real vacation before he has to go to fucking Florida yeah. with the family, with his kids. Also, uh, this is I I don't know this one as well. Um, but one of the guys who was at the like Jamaica bar is also uh, the dad from 90210. So he's uh links those worlds a little bit as well. He's yeah. On the show. Uh, American Psycho verse as well. Uh, very beautiful woman, but Doug Coglin's wife or widow, but. Uh, Kelly Lynch. She yeah. Uh, um, nice. Most butts on screen. So she, yeah, one time she came down this the steps in a boat wearing this tiniest uh, swimsuit I've ever seen in a movie. To be honest with you, even to be honest, even porn movies the tiniest swimsuit I've ever seen. But mm-hmm. you couldn't see butthole. Like 
We tracked. I went back. Um, but Super I could see back. her freaking out after her husband kills himself. Uh, I mean, she's down on her luck, but still has good connections, good money. Goes on to meet Sam Rockwell. It goes by the name Vivian Wood and falls in oh, love with him. Okay. Takes over uh, a company. Um, and then ends up getting her ass fucking whooped by Drew Barrymore as she deserves. That's but Vivian Wood? That's Vivian Wood, baby. She's, oh, in the Charlie's Angel version. Mm-hmm. Now, let's cut her butt from Cocktail. Cut put that, that scene there. and put that in Charlie's Angels mm-hmm. for more butts in the movie. <laughs> for the sole purpose of adding butts. How, like, like, no how much better is Sam Rockwell like, yes. than fucking Doug Coughlin? Oh, my gosh, dude. Put Sam Rockwell <laughs> playing every character. Even when he played against himself in Moon, it's still a great movie. That's mm-hmm. good. Let's get Sam Rockwell's button in the cocktail. I'm just for that. Set it in, baby. It was a, a funny bit I used to do when I worked at the bar. Uh, and Armand's good friend, Ashley, uh, my good friend as well, uh, would, well, you know, um, like confirm this. I would pull my pants down uh, so my my ass crack was hanging out. And then I'd and you'd pour drinks out of it. <laughs> pour drinks. And I'd say, who needs, uh, anybody need something down here? <laughs> I'd bend down and just my whole asshole would be hanging out at the bar. Health codes. Health codes. Oh my we were, we were uh, <laughs> confirmed that we were uh, shooting a miniseries. Uh, we'll be Eric out sometime. Wrote. Check it out. And um, I sent a Snapchat of Eric to her, and she's like, she told me to take a picture of his ass for me. <laughs> so I did. Yeah, yeah. I got the picture. <laughs> Our mom was like, come on, come behind this dumpster. She'll get a kick out of it. Pull your pants down and bend over. Yeah. yeah. Right, she, make, sure, make sure we can see that. Uh, Tip, uh, what is it? Tip clip. <laughs> Checking your notes. What is it? Hold on. Tip clip is going for my sh- my <laughs> Shark Tank. I bet by the end of this we'll have a bunch of uh like fake products. Oh, and, fake uh, products. Yes. <laughs> oh right. Yes. Something I don't use every day. I thought you were gonna say we had to go to Shark Tank and present these. <laughs> no, I'm saying we we hold a, a Shark Tank episode where we're pitching all of our fake products. I'm back in. I love talking off note cards. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so those are my. That's the last of my uh, my connections, because um, we mentioned Back to the Future and then the American Psycho book. Uh, Doug, who played uh, the Australian guy, no, the Australian guy who played Doug, a man by the name of not Bobby Brown, but something Brown, Brian Brown, maybe. He, uh, I'd like to think he faked his death because he was out of all that money, kept some, and then was the CEO, and along came Polly the eccentric CEO from Along Came Polly um, that Ben Stiller was trying to woo for the company. Yeah. I oh, like shoe. Ooh, he's trying to shoe her. Shoe her. Holy shit. You've done it. I always get Along Came Polly and Something About Mary confused. Along Came Polly is Jennifer Aniston. Which one? And uh, Something About Mary is when he zips his Cameron. dong. Yeah. And, he's, and she's got the cum in her hair. You guys ever? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you guys ever zipped your dong so hard that you get cum in your hair? <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear loose enough or tight enough pants. So Same. It's never been an issue. Yeah. Sometimes it's just uh, hard to put my giant hog back in my pants. <laughs> yeah. It's a big problem. Sorry. Or I have a, a small problem for me, but a bigger yeah, problem. Same for you. Here, yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I've done it a couple times. Uh, a couple you get, you get the Frank and the beads. No, no, for How did they do? They, he said he got it all the way up too, which is impossible. So he got like, 
I mean, he's so he severed, like, he he severed like, his penis. Yeah, what he he got like did it come off? It's he got like the two balls and like the dick like all in one line or something like that, and it just like went around. It's fucking. It's funny. That's one of my. That's a that's a great movie. I don't want to see the sports science behind that, but I'll believe you. Yeah, let me see. Let me see the. Uh, yeah, that's what the it says too. Hog reconstruction surgery <laughs> with some pervy doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah they they. Held out some samples. Or right, right, you can get the Defoe, you know, which is way too big. For have you ever percentage. Have you ever heard this street joke? Uh, a man gets into a car accident and uh, he wakes up in the hospital. And the doctor says, "Hey, we've got good news and bad news. Good news is you know you're going to be all right. Bad news is you severed your penis and you've lost your penis. And the good news about that though is we can rebuild it. Uh, it's uh, it's a thousand dollars an inch. Uh, and he goes, now you're going to want to talk this over with your wife." Uh, see what she says, you know, some, some women might want a little more, some might want a little less. Uh, so talk it over and then come back tomorrow. We'll figure out how many, how many inches we're going to put on you. And the guy comes back the next day and he goes, Hey, talk it over with my wife and we're getting granite t- countertops. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> That's so good. That's so true. <laughs> I, I miss my car. Like you live that. That's so true. The best jokes are Based on truth. I remember when I lost my first penis. <laughs> I had to use my own checking account to pay for it. Countertops are nice, though. We talked about the bad yeah, use them every day. <laughs> we talked about the bad influence of this movie uh, with relationships and <clears throat> alcoholism, but I do just want to draw back. One of Coglin's laws, I think, is he, Tom Cruise is like, I'm only drinking beer, and Coglin's giving him shit for not drinking liquor, and he's like, you could drink a lot. You could, the, the more you drink, the better. They'll either like it or they'll hate it, but women will be impressed either way. And I just want to bring up in my experience, that's never true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I puked and peed and, and shit, many places that I should not have mm-hmm. uh, due to alcohol and no one was impressed. Women are like, ooh, look, look at him shit. Look at him covered in pee. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like it, but I am impressed. Yeah, like, it's never, it's, if anything, it's led to uh, worse relationships with family, friends. Got me into therapy. Loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little therapy would have really helped this whole movie. Most movies could be debunked if one person was just like, hey, what's wrong with me here? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what are my problems? I need to figure, uh, Tom Cruise, yeah. I think I treat people incorrectly. <laughs> Oh, before we forget, one of the best parts in Cocktail, it doesn't make sense. I'm not sure why they have this scene, but Tom Cruise and this old lady, they go to an art gallery, and he's in there maybe 10 seconds, and he insults the guy's work, punches him in the face, knocks over his art. Yeah. To be fair, he got punched first. (laughs) No, no. Armand brought this up earlier. It was because the guy called him a puppy. Yeah, dude, don't call anybody well, a puppy. Then, you get your ass beat. And then Tom Cruise is fighting the doorman at the rich apartment of his uh, of Elizabeth Shue's dad, and he throws a man into more art. Do, it, this movie's very anti sculpture, pro poetry. Yeah, mm-hmm. which it's like probably that was probably like a big thing in the eighties. You know, it was really going back and forth. Can you imagine at this big bar that they at a big club that you're at, and a man in a suit with a suitcase walks up, and they shine the light on him. Do they even give him a mic or is he just yelling? Give him a mic. He's just yelling. He's like, I'm the yuppie poet. People are loving it. Loving talking about how the bottom line is king. And he like, not even good lines, just talking about nonsense. No, and the fucking crowd isn't getting any drinks and they're just eating it, it up. And then 
they don't they don't even have a, a break. They're Tom, they're like, we need another poet. Tom Cruise jumps up on the bar, and doesn't even give a good. His is also line. bad. And then while we were watching this, Eric was like, "Oh fuck yeah, dude, that was sick. I want to be that when I grow up." I mean, I think if if I learned anything from Robin Williams and Dead Poet Society, is that you should kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! Happy birthday to Robin Williams today. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Who's, yeah, who? You should get fired from your job and kill yourself. <laughs> so that, yeah, that's kind of my takeaway from the film. <laughs> the film. <laughs> film is very generous. Well, uh, Arma, I don't know if you knew this because we, we talked about it the other, or yesterday that Tom Cruise, this is the same year Tom Cruise was in Rain Man, uh, which, oh. is, which won Oscar for Best Picture, Oscar, like nominated for a bunch of stuff. <clears throat> so he was in, in t- Cocktail won uh, the Razzie, which is for the worst movie of the year. So he was in both the best movie and the worst movie of the year. You think he did that on purpose? Tremendous range. No, but... That's what Scientology gets you, that kind of power. just shows you he's the best actor. He plays the same fucking cool-ass dude in every movie he's in. Yeah. And And he's seen... I haven't seen too many Tom Cruise movies, but I feel like he's always, like, singing in all of them. He's always got like a singing. Have you part. seen Rock of Ages? He he actually sings in that one too. That was no. really good. I I uh I brought up when when I, we were watching it, but um like in these older movies, you get a like a mean, hearty Tom Cruise laugh. And after Oprah, when he freaked out, and even in these movies, that laugh is creepy, but you never see like in the new Mission Impossibles, you never see him like yeah. doing like a deep he, he stopped fucking doing laugh, that. like just like a like a know it all chuckle more mm-hmm. so. Because he used to do the crazy, like, maniacal, like, ha, yeah. his teeth and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his weird shifted teeth. Yeah, it's funny that you guys pointed that out, because now I can't unsee it when I saw, I knew, when I knew I saw the movie. I was, I was iffy whether to tell you or not, because, uh, yeah, you can't not. Look there was it. a few scenes where there are close-ups on him, and I'm like, I'm not even paying attention to the movie. I'm just like, yeah. man, those teeth are Boiled fucking crooked. crooked. Mm-hmm. It's good, though. It's, it's cool. I, I like it. It makes him human. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> If Tom Cruise ran for president, I would for sure vote for him. He's got a positive attitude. He does. He's good got work charisma. Ethic. Charisma, good work ethic. He's very he nice. Strong, based on stunts. You know, faith-based background. Yeah, yeah. I can never see Trump uh, doing his own stunts. No, no. Oh yeah, Trump wouldn't even go to Vietnam. I don't even think <laughs> Trump can run more <laughs> than a block. Because that's less than doing your own stuff. <laughs> what a coward. <laughs> Tom Cruise jumps off helicopters for movies. Cruise is in movies. He wouldn't even go to war. Cruise is in, <laughs> Cruise is in movies about Vietnam. Donald Trump wouldn't even go to the real world. <laughs> he can't handle the truth. Man. Ain't that the truth? Well, overall, uh, not a good movie, but really fun. Really great. I really good. After this conversation, I think it was really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a blast watching it. Two thumbs right up, right up Tom Cruise's butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two rock thumbs. Yeah. The water, great waterfall sex scene. Gina Gershon boob. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Gay love scene. Uh, no, well, gay emotional love scene. No, no, no. I didn't see Gershon boob. I mean. There was definitely a gay love scene I, in this. I, I've still got the rental. We'll find the boob. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I think I, think I saw. I think I saw a little side nip. Yeah, it was, it was there. I, if anything, I imagined <laughs> I, in my super cut. 
or at least the nipple cut. But yeah, I'm interested. Uh, I wonder if there's any other good bartending movies. Uh, if anybody out there knows any other good bartending movies, let us know. We'll see if we can time into the uh, cocktail verse, the, the bartender verse. Yeah, kind of be ugly. And uh, we apologize for not putting one out for a few weeks. We've been busy. We've been running around. Yeah. And I shot a web series. I went hiking. Lady and I went out and uh, running around to lake houses and uh, so busy, fun, busy, busy couple weeks, but, no, yeah, we held a baby. I fed a baby. That was really nice. cool. Wait, from your nip or what? No, but if I could, I would. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah, we're we're gonna get back to it, and uh, this was fun. Yeah, cool. You guys, got any uh, closing words? Mm, re- how about we rest the caps? Uh, I killed Brianna Taylor. Yeah. Yep. I think they're still still at large. So. We don't know where they are. We don't. I mean, I'm sure somebody does. I'm sure. Yeah, they just they're at large. I don't think they just they haven't been brought yeah. to justice. You know, take care of that. Shout out to our our fan who texted me. Keep, yeah. uh, if you listen to this, uh, text me. Say what's up. Yeah, I miss you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, tune in uh, next week, and uh, this was good. Good movie. Check out Cocktail. Peace out, y'all.